0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for clicking on another episode link and listening to this dreaded podcast. Super appreciative. Today's episode is a super intriguing one. Uh, I sit down and speak with Dresden Visage. I hope I'm saying that name right. We had a little bit of a discussion of how we pronounce that name. Uh, You know, it's not your uh, run-of-the-mill Christian name, but it, it is some name. Uh, I've known Dresden for a few years now, um, Dresden went by a different, more standard Christian name back when I knew Dresden. But anyway, Dresden is an active member of the Satanic Temple, which is a relatively new organization but the general premise is is the same. So this is a legit religion, uh, which is identified essentially under all statutes of the United States Constitution as a religion. Uh, so broadly speaking satanism and 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 why, what interested me really was just so many things in the news right now you know with QAnon and all the conspiracy theories and there's things going around that speak of some sort of an occult you know some sort of a satanic occult that is basically running the world which i don't know it's a little far-fetched but there are little i mean it is a weird thing i mean no offense just you know hey we're gonna worship satan but I've w- I w- I've always been interested in understanding what is going on, you know. I've read uh, as as a young as a young adult, I've read what's the guy's name with the Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh, yeah, I've I've read those books. That's like really weighs in, leans in heavily on the on the satanic stuff. So I wanted to talk to an actual Satanist. How about that? We have an actual Satan worshipper, devil worshipper in the house. But yeah all kidding aside so dresden kind of breaks down what the tenets of the satanic temple are and like you know how satanism is is more of a metaphor it's more of of you know, almost kind of a punk rock thing where you're trying to you know show the middle finger to the man by saying hey like you know what's the what's a christian's worst nightmare apart from a muslim that's a different thing but what's like collectively the worst nightmare of a religious person satan so you kind of co-opt the symbolism of satan and then run with it and then make a whole religion out of it but it's not really there's no there's no mysticism involved in it it's a lot of rationality but the symbolisms are leaned into super super heavily so man like this was sup like really interesting for me to sit down and talk to somebody and and resident takes you know the religion of satanism pretty seriously so we went back and forth kind of discussing the origins and like political stances and you know uh different tenets and and what the idea of the whole satanic movement is so i think it's a super intriguing listen so i hope you guys enjoy it here's the episode Abra talks to dresden visage hey dresden visage is that how i say it how are you doing
1: I'm um, good. How are you? Uh, yeah, you can say it however you like. Dresden is perfect. Visage sounds so nice coming out of, out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> I just say visage because I'm a, a white as uh, But I visage. like how you said yeah. it. Yeah, visage like, <laughs> is
0: this too, too close to savage. I think visage. Yeah, that's, uh, that's yeah. A nice I, it. <laughs> it
1: sounds like, like Sid Vicious or something. Yeah, <sighs> yeah
0: for sure and like this is so, so ironic because every time i'm having a conversation and we start off introducing our names i am the one who has to do the explaining of how my <laughs> name is said but oh, like okay. the tables are turned for 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 once so i i, I guess it's kind of nice
1: i like your name uh yeah. i i'm upset that every time i think of your name i hear it in my ex's voice but because uh, <laughs> he used to introduce you in uh, stand-up <laughs> Yeah. Abrar-Maniar!
0: Yeah. <laughs> well
1: maybe he said it wrong though. Is that right? No, I think that's
0: that's that's pretty good. Uh I most people do get it right. Some people try to uh say it a little too do a little extra when they roll the oh. r and stuff. So uh, apart the from that it's good. So yeah, so Abrar. Yeah, yeah, they, they go a little overboard with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like they're like a ring announcer at a circus or some shit.
1: <laughs> I love circus.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, yeah there's there's definitely things to be liked about circuses and a bunch of things that are to be disliked. Too. <laughs> true. <Very> true. <laughs> A.k.a. animal abuse, but that's a different different subject. So this is awesome. I'm really glad you're able to take out the time and, you know, just sit down, have the have this conversation. So if you could just start out with the name, right? I've known you from by a different name. I don't want to say the name, but you, know, you had a very Christian Christian name, so you know somebody who grew up in the in the southwest, pretty bland white name, if I say, if I may say so myself. Yes. So what happened? Mm-hmm. What's going on there? It's a, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of World of Warcrafty stuff going on with that name.
1: World of Warcraft, come on. <laughs> uh, seems um,
0: seems a little mythical. That's all I'm saying.
1: So uh, I've been thinking about changing the name for a long time because, um, as we'll get into, I am a Satanist and I have been pretty out and proud about it. And I still am proud of it. Um, I didn't want to hide. A lot of Satanists use fake names um, online or or whatever they're doing. their are sataning, um, and I didn't want to. But I've lately just kind of come to really see what kind of world we're still living in, and that there's still a lot of hate and under, like misunderstanding. And um, I got a job that I really liked, and I didn't. I didn't want anything to risk, like I didn't want the people that I was working with to not want to work with me because I'm I'm helping people in my I don't want to go too far into what I'm doing, but I'm my position is helping people who need help. And so I don't want anyone to look me up and see that I'm a Satanist and not know what that is mm. and refuse help. Um so and then just kind of with what's been going on more recently like with QAnon and and all the conspiracy theories flying around about Satanists eating babies and uh using uh, terrorizing children and using the chemicals from their brain as drugs and uh all this crazy shit going on being blamed on quote quote Satanists I I could be in danger sorry my little black cat is making noise in the background
0: um, um, man. that's fine so yeah so that's i mean like yeah let's let's jump right into it then you you drop yeah. the cue bomb right like in the first first minute minute of it like i'd be i'm like super interested in like understanding what the fuck is going on from right. both sides of the aisle it's like you know i spoke to like a couple last week i spoke to like a crazy right-wing conspiracy guy i don't want to call him crazy he's, he's oh. probably gonna be offended but he he's pretty <laughs> out there in terms of right-wing conspiracy yeah. And I wanna well, no, obviously wanna also talk to to somebody who's coming from your side of the spectrum. So how yeah. did you get into Satanism? Because again, like you're right, like, you know, you, your logic is pretty sound. Like if you're you know doing any job, you know, you're you're working on whatever you said helping people. Yes. But even if it's a regular job or, or any just like a standard uh, day job, you Mm -hmm. still don't want people to find something about you online and then like use that against you without like a, like maybe understanding what that is. But even if they understand it and it is none of their business, it still impacts you. Yeah. So
1: like with, with Satanism, mm -hmm. it is a religion and yet a lot of places of work are still telling people that we can't represent our religion. You know, we couldn't wear, some places don't allow like a satanic logo or something on a t-shirt. Um, or satanic jewelry. Um, Same thing with kids in schools. They can, you know, wear their favorite, you know, they can wear their cross around their neck. But if you try to wear a Baphomet or an upside down, you know, a pentagram, um, you might get sent to the principal, you might be told you can't wear it because people don't understand that it's a religion and it's also protected by the laws that we have
0: these are like you know a lot of valid things there there's there are misconceptions about satanism and i don't think i understand it either and and maybe i know a little bit but not really but before we get into that i wanted to start how did you get into it like how how did uh, you get introduced to it and become a part become a satanist per se like can can, mm-hmm. can somebody refer to you as a satanist yes yes
1: they can um i okay so I was raised in a Christian household um, by my mother. Uh, my dad wasn't super involved, and then he was gone when I was 11. And she is very cult-prone. Um, she's my cat. Oh, no worries. <laughs> so I was raised um, pretty strictly Christian, and I was, I was sent to virginity camp, and I was... Um, pretty much not allowed to have a whole lot of self-expression and I was, you know, made to believe that if I didn't follow what the Bible said, or at least what other people's interpretation of the Bible said, that I was going to hell Mm -hmm. and, um, and so basically I was like many people, like many kids, I was forced to conform and out of fear and, um, and my, my rights to my bodily autonomy were taken away. Um, I didn't own my my own physical form. Um, it either belonged to my parents or my future husband or to God, not, not to me. Hmm. And all of that, I was with it for a while. And then I fell in love with an atheist. And hmm. I wanted to have sex with him. And I did. And, uh, and I started to you know i was in college and i started to hear other perspectives other religions other points of view um and started to realize that christianity is just one of many things that people have come up with to explain the world and in a lot of ways christianity is also a way to control for whoever's in power to use to keep people in line Mm -hmm. whether that be the government or the church or your parents Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of people raise their kids religious just because they think it's going to teach them morals or something or teach them to obey. Um, I don't think that a lot of the Christian morals are moral. I I started to kind of question what I actually believe is right and good, and Christianity, a lot of what they teach didn't align with that. Um,
0: interesting so So. just to to pause you there kind of so just the christian background i know like a lot so america like largely identifies or a large chunk of america identifies themselves Mm -hmm. as christian but there's a the sliding scale there's a spectrum of how how christian are you like you know some people just you know they're culturally christian they go to church maybe a year once a year (laughs) then you have people go to church once you know every other sunday you know once a month maybe but then there's like you know people who like really get into it, you know, mm. the 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 kind of stuff you're talking about, chastity belts and, and virginity camps. Like what do you even yes. do at a virginity camp? Like no, like uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so like me. were you like were you raised like in in the, the, this extreme version of a, of a Christian uh, family where? like some things were interpreted and like things were interpreted in the most horrible way. And, and that was kind of, and know shit flows downstream and that kind of flew <laughs> downstream to you as a kid growing up or what would you say? Uh, uh, it was a little um, you know less extreme than that.
1: It wasn't super extreme. It was just like, my mom never settled on a church, like a specific one. So we bounced around a lot and I think mm-hmm. that's pretty good because we didn't get kind of, um, kind of, inundated and like too Mm -hmm. insular there, Um, but she did um, at one point decide to join a 12-step group. She had decided that my dad was an alcoholic and that's why their marriage was falling apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So we entered a group uh, for families of alcoholics, even though I don't believe my dad was one. And that's the real culty thing. And I'm not saying all 12-step groups are culty, but this particular one was. yeah, a lot and... of the times they
0: are associated to a church, you know, any any sort of a 12-step, 12, mm-hmm. 12 any sort of an AA or uh, NA, mm-hmm. mostly kind of uh, are adjacent or some way connected to church or mm-hmm. religion.
1: Yeah, and yeah, we, you know, we say the Lord's Prayer there and things like that. So I was in there for six years and I think a lot of, I'm going to like psychoanalyze my mother, a lot of religion <laughs> and a lot of 12-step groups, a lot of cults, including QAnon, um... And white supremacy and things like that are people who have failed in their lives people who are privileged but have failed and they need someone to blame other than themselves and that's what so like my mom thinking my dad must be an alcoholic Mm. that was her not wanting to take responsibility for her failure to keep her marriage together and um i think her pressuring me to um to remain a virgin was because she had failed to do that you know Mm. she was a lot of parents will push their um their own hopes and dreams and things like that on to their children and she wanted she she had had children too young and wanted to i guess wanted better for me but also by doing so had needed to control everything that i did yeah
0: Okay, and so yeah, that. I'm
1: I'm 33 now and I still don't have kids, so I think I did fine on my own. Uh, yeah. Whether or not I had sex, I, I
0: did yeah, like, what I wanted. Monk. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that makes sense. Like, I, I kind of see what you're saying about people um you know who have not done well per se but i wouldn't put it like that it's almost like people who don't have a sense of belonging are the ones who are yeah. most prone to being parts of cults like you know success mm-hmm. is a pretty nebulous metric so you know what what, how do you define success yeah. but just a sense of belonging to mm-hmm. something you know if you're from a broken home you kind of try to go out mm-hmm. and find a church or a cult mm-hmm. or or i don't know like a t-ball club whatever it may be like yeah. you you want to I mean, be part felt... of something right uh, <laughs>
1: I found the Satanic Temple, so yeah, mine's no, a little exactly. different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel that mine is a cult, but some people might disagree. Uh, I've been in a cult. This is different, but um, we'll get into that. But yes, definitely a sense of belonging. Um, yeah. My, my so mom, j- for example, was adopted, and so I feel that that may have a lot to do with it.
0: Sure, um, yep, not, yep. Wa-
1: not feeling like she was wanted by her original family.
0: Yeah, it's more very consistent what I've seen, like with a lot of uh, you know people, I know my acquaintances and friends who've been part of super religious uh, families, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, whatever it may be. They, they skip around, like they move to different towns, try to go mm-hmm. to different churches because, you know, it's almost like, you know, uh, there's a failure to acknowledge that the whole like the approach is wrong but just saying maybe this church is not the right church for us Mm -hmm. or this this town is not the right town for us no only if we move to Colorado City and maybe that it's gonna get better there like (laughs) uh, I think (laughs) it's just like an endless kind of thing that people keep following but yeah so yeah that is interesting I I can see that you know people kind of you know people who are like broken I think everybody is broken to some degree Mm -hmm. but if you have a void you're trying to fill it by by kind of joining a club
1: Yeah. And I think it's that when, like, everybody's broken, but like, how do you address it? Um, some people will say, no, I'm not. And then like push that, that blame or that responsibility outward to their environment. And then some people like me say, yes, I'm broken. What do I need to work on? I'm sure I do the other sometimes too. I'm not perfect, but I tend to, and I prefer to try to say, yes, I'm broken. That's my problem. How do I work on myself while continuing to be a good person to the people around me?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I, everybody obviously impacts their environment in one, you know, in a more than several ways, and uh, you know, a lot of those impacts are not not completely conscious or you know are like kind of para-conscious, mm. so to say, and uh, some some of them are second and third order effects that people make an impact on i think more, more introspection that people individuals can can do i think uh, it, it would vastly improve environments mm-hmm. and societies and communities that is for sure so you're here right so now, now you you have this kind of upbringing super christian upbringing which is not completely atypical I would say, yeah. like you know, that my time I've spent here, I've been in the U.S. What six years? Just, just in general, like you know, uh, interacting with a lot of people. It's not completely atypical, but uh, mm-hmm. but okay. So now you're here. You're like being introduced to all these different ideologies. So, so, mm-hmm. so what happens next?
1: So for a while, I became like an asshole atheist and uh, very, you know. Yeah, kind that's of... the best
0: kind of atheist. <laughs>
1: is it (laughs) i don't know not Um, to hang out with (laughs) oh gosh the people that yes um (laughs) we know a lot of them um so i was my, my partner who i was with for um nine years was the atheist that i and was with and um learned about that and then i kind of started uh Exploring, like, little things, like, I, uh, I read about uh, Discordianism, which is um, kind of a, a mock religion that, um, w- you know, quote, quote, worships Eris, the goddess of discord from Greek mythology hmm. and basically says that everything's chaos. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but it, it's fun. Um, it's like a meme it's
0: religion. A f- kind of, it's, religion. It's a meme. Kind of. It's
1: similar to, like, the Church of the f- uh, Flying Spaghetti Monster or Judaism where there is like a kind of philosophy to it, but you don't actually like worship Eris. You don't really believe that exists and things Mm -hmm. like that, but it's fun and there, but there is like some kind of actual like philosophy that everybody there agrees on. And I liked that. Um, There's a a religion in a book by Kurt Vonnegut. The book is Cat's Cradle. And there's Mm -hmm. a religion on this island called Bokanonism where everybody on the island worships Bokanon, but yeah. they also know that Bokanon is not real and that the only reason that they worship Bokanon and have this religion and the set of beliefs is because people are inherently happier when they have a religion. Right. So, so this is an older <laughs> religion?
0: So it's like this Bokanonism, if I'm saying it right, is it an older religion or is it like one of the spaghetti monster type of religions?
1: This is just in a book. This is a fictional oh, book. So this is, fictional, this is a fictional <laughs> religion. Yeah. Okay. So well, you can't fiction. tell what's fiction, what's <laughs> not at, at
0: this point. with the evidence.
1: But yeah, basically, what Vonnegut was saying with that book was people are happier when they have a belief, even if they know that that belief isn't true. Mm-hmm. So like this island of people believed this set of beliefs, understanding that it wasn't real, but that they were happier believing it. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that was really, um, I liked that a lot. Um yeah, So I sure. called myself a Discordian Bocanonist for a while. And then at some point, I started hearing about the Satanic Temple, and I heard about them because they get a lot of press for their—they um, do some kind of. Some people call them publicity stunts. They're kind of um, uh, yeah, activism, I mean, it, those are mar- marketing
0: pushes. I, I I I get it. Like you know, sort of, uh, but it's not you, about
1: marketing for the temple. It's about getting a certain
0: point for of the uh, cause, I guess. You no the perceived cause or the actual cause whatever it may be so you're mm-hmm. kind of positioning it and i think it's smart like i like everybody does that uh, mm-hmm. i i don't see any reason why you'd hold that against anybody so okay so you heard you hear about uh, the satanic temple mm-hmm.
1: so the first one i think i heard about was the pink mass which was um, are you familiar with uh, Oh, what is it, the church? The church that holds up signs that says God hate fags. Uh, g- oh, yeah, <laughs> um, dude. I've, I've Westboro interact- Baptist Church.
0: I haven't had interactions with those people. Like, oh, it's gosh. hilarious. It's, like, insane. <laughs> and, I yeah. like, without going off on, like, a complete tangent oh, yeah. here, like, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I used to go to ASU, right? So I used to work as a, just a security job on campus, hanging mm-hmm. out, and, like, they used to, like, swing by all the time, and, like, they, there's, Ugh. like, almost, like, low-key... Uh, Close to rioting every time they showed up, and like there's hundreds of students standing there, and they're just like you know burning Qurans, and like you know they oh. have like God hates facts and you know masturbators mm. are going to hell, like all kinds of nonsense. Like so, yeah, I've I've uh, and I've to- talked to those guys, just hanging out there, they they're off the chain. So yeah, I I, well, so I have my fair share of interaction with them.
1: So I, I agree that they're crazy and uh, they're off the chain and they're uh, they're not what they're doing is not okay. However. Um, they truly believe that what they're doing is godly, mm-hmm. is, is, is ordered by God to act that way. And I honestly believe that they're kind of right. If you actually read the Bible and what it stands for and what God demands of his followers, they're kind of doing what is asked of them. And everyone else is kind of whitewashing God into this, like, happy, peaceful Jesus mm-hmm. peace sign where really God of, of the Abrahamic religions is an asshole.
0: Yeah. I mean, and they're I, being
1: assholes like him.
0: <laughs> so you're saying those guys are following it by the book. And, yeah. and they're I mean, the ones who are entirely, true Christians.
1: They're finding the, the true hate that really is within, within that yeah. religion. I mean,
0: I wouldn't like say it's a necess- necessarily a bad thing to like to deviate from maybe some, some <laughs> of the harsher aspects of traditional oh. religion and kind oh, of oh, taming it down. Yeah,
1: people should do that. But they should also recognize what they're doing. When they're okay. saying, oh, God is love. They need to recognize... Similar to the Bokanonism thing. They're yeah, believing they need, what they are happier believing. They're yeah, not really looking Yeah, they need really to recognize
0: that God hates facts, like that too. Yeah, God hates <laughs> facts. Masturbators
1: are <laughs> going to go into hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, so, the, so the pink mass that the Satanic Temple did, one of the first things I heard about them for, um, they went to the grave of the founder of the Westboro Baptist Church, the, no the founder's mother, excuse me, they went to the founder's mother's grave mm-hmm. and they performed a satanic um baptism, so do you know hmm. some so mormons like believe
0: baptism i guess
1: <laughs> some Mormons believe that you can baptize someone after they die
0: right, okay, posthumous baptism i yeah. like baptism is clear clearly uh insane to begin with, so I wouldn't uh blame and posthumous. then you can like.
1: Against someone's will, when they're already dead, baptize ah, them into ah. your religion. Okay. okay. So we took that. I didn't. I'm not saying we. They did. I wasn't there yet. Um, they took that. They basically said, we're going to perform the satanic ritual at, uh, I think his name is Fred Phelps' mother's grave. Mm-hmm. And it's going to turn her gay in the afterlife.
0: <laughs> so, so they had... like classic trolling, but yeah, please go on.
1: <laughs> so they had a, a gay couple and a lesbian couple kiss over her grave. and um, That was the... Uh, ritual and they declared that Fred Phelps' mother is now gay and um, and then for some reason our co-founder slash spokesman put his testicles on her grave as well for fun and okay. so that wasn't part of the ritual but it happened
0: Hate of the moment and, I get it.
1: and so that's the first time I heard of them so it was this kind of basically a protest and calling out of uh a lot of things. Okay. I can't even quite understand it. No, <laughs> but no, so it was I, it was intriguing and it mm-hmm. was exciting and it was funny.
0: Okay, okay so I, I let's kind of try to paint a picture here. This is what the year what uh, twenty fifteen, uh, I wanna uh, say.
1: I believe so, I can look it up. Yeah. But no, that no, that's sounds fine. about Yeah, so yeah, the just church roughly is six years old, so probably.
0: Yeah, so around that time. So this like so you have this background of, of, of being you know raised or forced to be uh in in some sort of a kind of fundamentalist christian uh background and then you get out of that and then you get into this other extreme other end of the spectrum which is being like a almost a militant atheist and you know mm-hmm. like you know god doesn't exist that is not rationality like that kind of thing you're and, dumb yeah exactly yeah just like <laughs> looking down upon people who kind of ha- hold any sort of belief like they you know they are like these super rational robots. So there's that extreme. And now <laughs> you find this completely other thing, which is almost on like a different plane. You know you're mm-hmm. not there. You know, you're on a different scale even here. Then you know, the guy's putting his testicles on like this <laughs> dead woman's <laughs> grave. I don't know what the legality of that is. If it's a privately owned. <laughs> uh, it was and they did, to, yeah. they did
1: try to. They uh, did try to. I
0: charged them with trespassing or something I can't remember yeah I mean, I'm pretty sure they did uh, so so you find this and this is now attractive I like and what I'm interested to like understand here is like what part of it was attractive because it's it's intriguing you know, if I hear about it you know which I probably did when it came out I'm like ah, yeah it's interesting Whatever. <laughs> you know and like I wouldn't say fuck it I'd like do I have yeah, this is my, uh, yeah, a this visiting is card from somebody can I who can I call right now like is there a call center for the satanic temple like I wouldn't think that but <laughs> So that's the first one I heard
1: about. I heard about that. I thought that was funny. And then I decided, like, if I hear about that, like, them again, I would pay attention. Mm -hmm. And I did. And the next thing that I heard about, and it was a while, it wasn't that long. So the next thing is the big thing. We're still doing it. It's still happening. It's not over. Um, Is the
0: Baphomet monument.
1: Um, You think you've heard of this one?
0: Oh, I mean, I've not heard of the incident, but I know of the... Oh, are you talking about the... Anyway, please go on and explain. <laughs> Sorry. Regardless of um, what I know.
1: <laughs> I don't need you to explain, it, I'll do it. No, uh-huh. um uh, I think the first one was in Oklahoma, but right now um we're doing we're fighting in Arkansas. And so basically the concept is some Christians raised some money to put a Ten Commandments monument on Arkansas straight, state grounds. Uh-huh. Um and the establishment clause of the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States says that if one religion gets some kind of perk from the government then all the other religions also get to have that perk otherwise basically that's congress making a um, an establishment of religion so they're saying you know christians can do it but everyone else can't that's against the constitution hmm. and so we stepped up and we said okay if there's going to be um, a ten commandments monument on state grounds we also I'm again, I'm saying we, I wasn't there, they did. I say we now, but I didn't have anything to do with this decision. (laughs) I agree with it. So we said um, we would like to also have our monument to Satanism on state grounds. And so we created this statue of Baphomet and Baphomet to a lot of people might look like Satan because Mm -hmm. it's got a goat head and wings and like, it just looks like Satan to a lot of people, but it's actually a different thing altogether. Neither of them exist to us, by the way. I don't know if we've covered this yet. We don't believe Satan exists. We don't believe Baphomet exists as okay. beings. But a lot of people see this thing and think it looks like Satan, and that's fine. But Baphomet actually has a symbolism to it that, when you break it down, is about the the balance of opposites, the the uh, about working together, about it's basically if a yin yang fucked a coexist bumper sticker.
0: Okay. So it's like, it's like that. So that's the symbolism behind it. And for people who like don't really know, Baphomet is, is this like really jacked fucking goat, you know? And they found like the best looking goat to, uh, to make the mm-hmm. sculpture out of like like a fuck complete like stud like Brad Pitt looking fucking goat whatever that is mm-hmm. and then he's doing the the Sun Devil sign for some reason I don't know what that is but and then and there's like a fucking kid there's like a Timmy the kid right next to him kind of uh, paying his respects so there's two kids okay so our
1: statue is the first one to involve the children the reason for that is so the whole statue is about opposites you'll see one hand pointing up one pointing down as above so below um there are al- animal elements and human elements um there is uh, a caduceus um which is like the two winding snakes around a pole uh-huh. uh in the area of a phallus so it may represent a phallus but the caduceus is about the reconciliation of opposites
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and and it's got wings and all this stuff but a lot of it is about opposites um mm-hmm. the forearms they're not on our statue but on the original drawing One arm says "salve" and the other says "coagula." "Salve" meaning dissolve. "Coagula" meaning come together. Coagulate, break apart, come together.
0: Yes. Why the fuck does Latin get all this press? Like, why, why are we still trying to shove Latin? ah uh, it's it's outdated it's useless it's it's confusing but uh anyway, say, I, and i'm i'm all about the germanic languages fuck fuck the fuck latin but um, german's
1: cool yeah. but like sometimes it feels a little nazi just to yeah speak. no i mean, I mean uh, not
0: not german per se germanic just in a sense germanic, like, you know, okay. yeah english comes out of it a lot of uh, the south asian language is kind of an offshoot of that greek and and sanskrit mm-hmm. so like you know just the the core germanic languages uh, but anyway that's that's an aside so so you have this this so you paint quite a picture here, right? You've you've got the goat man, you've got the kids, and it's kind of symbolizing a lot of the opposites, the yin yang, and and it's yes. also giving the coexist, uh, overarching the like coexist, co-exist, co-exist don't you know, just this, be which, nice to yeah. each other, kind of a vibe. So what mm-hmm. I want to ask though is, is this coming from any sort of an ancient mythology, or is this completely you know, a modern fiction that somebody came up with in recent times?
1: Um, both. Well, so uh, what's the so, ancient
0: mythology behind this? So
1: it's it was always a fiction it, it, course, it is yeah. ancient but it's fiction so
0: of course, yeah. uh
1: originally uh let's see the first time we hear of it is in 1307 and this is during the time of the knights templar and the government and the church wanted to get rid of the knights templar um and what so year is what this they, again?
0: sorry maybe i missed that what year thir- is this
1: 1307
0: what government it's in, like it's in uh, i don't remember so it's in europe <laughs> <laughs> i'm yes. trying to see where, where this is but yeah it's during the
1: inquisition so okay. spain
0: all right all right.
1: <laughs> look <laughs> i'm not a historian uh, no no just just
0: pretend like you are like don't don't worry about oh, it like, yes, people are going to just... eat it up all the seven people that are listening okay, are going to okay. eat this up so you are the historian you are the complete authority <laughs> so what happened during the inquisition so they in wanted to get
1: 17. rid get rid of the knights templar and so what they did was uh spread the lie that they worshipped this this deity called Baphomet Mm -hmm. and it may have been a bastardization of the word Muhammad
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: so because they had been like kind of over in those areas (laughs) you know those areas yeah (laughs) Um, and they may have picked up some information about Muhammad brought it back interesting and then people warped that into these people are um god I'm bad with words not treason not blasphemy but the one where you're against the church
0: Okay. They charged so, him
1: with that, and they're like they're occultists. They're worshiping this wing. Well, they didn't even know what it looked like yet. That got drawn later. Um, yeah, let me find out when that. got
0: Yeah, drawn. so so the and uh, like I guess like without just any accurate uh, worrying about accurate timelines here. So did like so the Muslims did like the caliphate when it when it started in the seventh century. They did make their way up all all the way to the all the way up to Spain, and they mm. they pretty much got most of Spain. And and there was a lot of intermingling between whatever was below the um, Mediterranean uh, Sea and, and and above it and and the European um, in, in Europe essentially. So there was intermingling. So I could see like how how people mm-hmm. would have knowledge of that. And then there's the church that is trying to say like you know those those guys are the bad guys. And mm-hmm. so there's a caricature that is kind of uh, talking about how those guys are bad or he, I don't know what the word is too. Like you know i guess blasphemous people who are not staying away from the way of the true god
1: yeah um I'm trying to think of anyway heathens or something like that anyway like yeah like whatever the, the law was that you're not supposed to man it would be good if i knew things um so 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 like you said um and a lot of times with the with the church any time that there's someone else that anyone else whether it be muslims or or anybody that isn't them they will demonize them they will call them satan, satanic Yeah. they will tell their followers that those people are evil don't mingle with them maybe kill them and they basically will associate satan with anything that they don't like
0: yeah the other um, i think that's probably yeah. consistent of, of every every group like you know whenever there's an other you you demonize the other and the other is a bad guy so in the case of the church, it, kind of, it it manifests itself into the, the other being called the Instruments of Satan or something like that.
1: And so that was used basically by Spain, whatever, mm-hmm. the Inquisition mm-hmm. dudes, to get rid of the Knights Templar. Um, they were charged and they were like slaughtered and shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we see something similar with the Salem Witch Trials, which was in... 92 and 90, or 1692
0: and 1693 let me guess um, where that happened <laughs> take on, like, yeah. a wild guess i think no. it's in salem
1: <laughs> do you not know about salem <laughs>
0: maybe i don't know my history is a little weak
1: yeah so salem witch trials is uh you know 1600s well late 1600s and mm-hmm. uh suddenly some very puritan girls got bored sounds like maybe mm-hmm. one of them had epilepsy or something and suddenly everyone's pointing huh. fingers and saying that everyone else is a witch and we've seen witch trials in in europe as well but yeah. salem is where it really went nuts all at once in one place um and that's actually where we have our headquarters now yeah. um but we so we kind of focus a lot on people have been demonized in the past, like the Knights Templar, the Salem Witch Trials, and also the Satanic Panic of the 1980s, mm-hmm. where innocent people's lives were ruined and some people were killed for being the other. And so kind of the, the very most basic thing about Satanism is the reason we pick that name is because we embrace the other. We, we know we're other and we're okay with it. Anything okay. that the church has said is wrong or evil, a lot of times the church has said that dancing is evil, that reading books is evil, that um, sex, certainly, um, anything that they don't like, we often find is actually the things that are good and human about us. Okay. And so if they want to say that it's satanic to be kind of hedonistic, enjoy yourself, enjoy the life that, that you have, um, then fine, it's satanic, we're satanists.
0: Okay. Got now it. What? All right. All right. Got it. So, so, so the the spirit of all of this is the spirit of being called a satanist or calling it the satanic temple is historically uh, the the church, you know, whatever denomination mm-hmm. over over the course of history has always demonized the other and called them Satan, and that is kind of just a symbolic way to saying fuck you. We are we are satanists and we are good people. That kind of a thing. So I get the kind spirit of, of that. Um, that's most of so, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, There's more. okay so sure like before that so is there any connection to or anything you guys uh, this satanic temple grabs from old world pagan religions because if you just go trace back to the history of religions you know Mm -hmm. hunter gatherers you know then they moved they started like you know just settling in small colonies small communities then a gradient society started and that like you know that's for a lot of years so even towards even when people were hunter gatherers there were stick drawings holographics, whatever you want to call those like in caves so people always wanted to believe in something something beyond mm-hmm. what what they already have and that is like a great tool to to get people to coordinate uh, mm-hmm. at scale and all of that and that's how religion evolved and all the re- early religions and all the way up till you know like you know Moses came around the block where pagan religions are idol worshiping, you know ancient religions, Eastern religions you know may be in China or, or India, there's all these you know, religions which are essentially paganistic where you do you're doing idol worship. and then even even up till now, like even now there's probably tribes out there that that, have, that do idol worship and are kind of pagans, so to say uh and this surely feels like it has like some of those elements to it because that was the dichotomy like christians versus pagans and that happened with other abrahamic religions too i think this was muslims versus pagans when islam was starting and the the true israelites the true jews versus the pagans and that always happens so is there anything coming from there in terms of uh, philosophy or theology
1: I know that some pagan pagan mm-hmm. religions use the Baphomet as well as symbol, like symbolically. Right. Um, other than that, not a whole lot. Um, some there is some crossover. Like there are people who call themselves satanic witches. Um, there are people who kind of have a foot in both worlds. And we we love our you know our Wiccan and pagan brothers and sisters. Um, we we kind of understand that they are also the other, and and we, we look out for them and. Uh, and I think they have most of them seem to have a okay, you know, feeling about us. They they take the time to understand what we are and don't have like a knee jerk reaction. And, okay. Um, but not a whole lot of relation. Um, Satanism is a fairly new religion. Um right. As a as an official religion, it was codified in 1966 by the mm. Church of Satan. Okay. Um, which is not the same as what I'm a part of. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say real quick before I get too far into it, I don't represent church of satan or the satanic temple in any capacity like officially i'm a member of the satanic temple i'm an active member in the satanic temple but i don't like speak for the organization or or anyone else other than myself
0: okay that is uh, that is that is (laughs) taken noted down if anybody has uh, takes any issue with this is if there's any infighting (laughs) within the temple (laughs) <laughs> Do not come at me, okay? Or maybe come at me. Maybe I'll get some publicity. Don't come at me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come at me, please. Like, fucking listen to this podcast. But, yeah. yeah. B- besides I'm gonna that. I'm going
1: to repost it. I'm sure you'll get yeah. seven more listens. Yeah, so um, 14.
0: Like, now, now, now yay. we're talking. <laughs>
1: so, so, but, like, as a religion, as an official-like religion, it was, it was codified in 1966 by the Church of Satan, which was Anton LaVey, hero of the Satanic Bible. Um, They... They, they go a little different direction than us. Um, we kind of are returned to older things. So, um, so like, there isn't a whole lot of, of relation between us and, and pagan beliefs, um, but kind of where the Satanic Temple, which is the one I'm a part of, where we're basing our kind of philosophies are from the Romantic era. Um, in, like, let's see, 1666, uh, an English poet named John Milton wrote an epic poem called Paradise Lost. Of course. Which was yeah. about Satan and his um, war with heaven and falling uh, yeah. falling t- into hell and then escaping hell and going to earth and corrupting mankind.
0: Yeah, and he was blind, wasn't he, John Milton? <gasps> and... I don't know. Okay, I should was like it? then because he had he wrote Paradise Lost and then he uh, he wrote something like... Paradise, Paradise, regained, or something like that. But he, so anyway, so I think
1: he did revisit it, but I didn't. I didn't read that one. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So,
0: so, all right. So, so what's so what's this? Uh, what's Paradise Lost about, and how does it connect to? Uh, Satan so yeah, God? it
1: just retells that story, and basically at the beginning of the poem, John Milton seems to be asking, basically, to be a prophet. Basically, asking for God or whoever to write through him, so that whatever he wrote would be true. Um, so he really believed that what he was writing was actually what happened and so it follows it follows satan um on this journey um but it wasn't until the romantic era which was like from 1800s to almost the 1900s when a bunch of romantic era uh artists and um and authors started writing about paradise lost saying was satan actually the good guy in this like he is a revolutionary he is fighting for what he believes in. He is fighting against this arbitrary authority over him. He doesn't agree Mm -hmm. with the authority and he is taking back his power and he is, um, a, a rebel.
0: Right.
1: And so there were a lot of people who wrote in the romantic era about that, um, perspective. I think the first one was William Godwin, who was, um, Mary Shelley's father, um, William Godwin wrote about it. His wife, Mary Shelley's mother, was uh, Mary Wollstonecraft. She wrote about it. Mary Shelley wrote about it. Her husband, Percy Shelley, wrote about it. This whole little cluster of people kind of started looking at Paradise Lost from that perspective of this rebel against arbitrary authority, fighting back Mm. against a power that doesn't deserve to be in power.
0: Interesting. Um, I think all authority is arbitrary Mm -hmm. authority. I don't think there's... I mean, There's any, any rationale? Like, no, how how do you structure authority? Um, so you <laughs> set up arbitrary structures so you can, you know, organize society in a way where everybody basically gets to have maximum well-being. And you can just try to do that. There's going to be people who mm-hmm. are going to try to game the system, but right. that's an interesting phrase to say. Arbitrary, like you gonna know, fight against arbitrary authority.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I, I guess there is some dream that we could have a be- benevolent um authority that's like i don't know elected correctly like honestly <laughs> elected um uh, we're not going to see that in this uh, upcoming presidential election i don't think but um
0: yeah try the, <laughs> not in the next 200 ones uh, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay so uh, anyway uh, so i'm right, so I...
1: depressed so so <laughs> so we the, the Satanic temple takes a lot of our um, our philosophy and our, our view on things as that, Satan as a, as a representation of arbitrary, uh, rebel, rebellion against arbitrary authority. And coupled with that romantic uh, and enlightenment era values of seeking knowledge is good, um, reducing suffering is good. Uh, so we have these seven tenets, which I can go into, but they're basically rules that we live by, or we try to, that. A lot of people say sound a lot more moral than the Ten Commandments, like uh,
0: yeah, because treat I don't know if empathy
1: you, and compassion, and, yeah, you
0: know, for sure. And I I did have a chance to go through the the seven mm-hmm. tenets, and uh, and we can get into that a little bit even, but just mm-hmm. doing like drawing a comparison, like I don't know if you remember the the George Carlin bit about if you if you if you've seen George Carlin where he goes through the Ten Commandments and kind of try to condense it, he goes on mm-hmm. like ah we can mix these two together, it's the same thing, you know. Uh, <laughs> five and six are the same, seven and nine are the same. And then he like keeps reducing it to like just like one thing at the end. And it's like, you know, fuck you. It's a fuck you to everyone, essentially. Oh, it's, like, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a great bit. But so like the Ten Commandments, like they don't like, really hold a lot of water in terms of kind of uh, establishing a complex moral system in a complex world that we live in. So it's, it's, not, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a high bar to start with is all I was going to say. But yeah, you can kind of go into, like, the general gist of what, what the tenets are. And we don't want to go into, like, super, like, hyper yeah. details, but just the general gist of what we are talking about. And yeah. comparing it to Ten Commandments, let's not even do that because it's not, uh, <laughs> not such a high bar to begin with.
1: Yeah. And, and by the way, the, the people who are trying to put the Ten Commandments monuments on state grounds argue that it's not a religious monument. It's because our laws in the U.S. are based upon the Ten Commandments which is the first law or some shit, which Mm -hmm. is not true at all in any fashion. And uh, so I just want to throw out that that's a bullshit argument and they're being stupid. Anyway, uh, so our tenets are basically treat everyone with empathy and compassion in accordance with reason. Um, The the spirit of justice should prevail over laws and institutions. Um, One's body, uh, what is it? One's... One's body is one's own. You know. Uh, you know. Bodily autonomy is important. Man, I used to have these memorized. It's stuff about justice, you're, you're truth, a bad enlightenment. Of the temple. You're I'm bad. Shame on me. I have a little card with them somewhere. Um, basically, truth and justice should prevail over laws and in institutions. Mm. Um, if you make a mistake, recognize it and try to correct it. Um, make sure you're. Your beliefs are conforming to our best understand, our best scientific understanding of the world never distort scientific facts to fit your beliefs hmm. um so it's basically like secular humanism but we add robes and candles
0: and the yeah. whole yeah so it's a other... secular humanism <laughs> with a little bit of flair
1: yeah but i want to make clear it's similar to secular humanism we are a religion we are officially recognized as a religion by the irs we are a non-theistic religion we don't believe a religion needs to have a deity in order to be a religion similar like buddhism and jainism and uh, i'm sure others don't have a deity and they're still religions
0: yeah 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 and i think like there's two different ways to um you know religion technically in the sense of in a for administrative purposes like for the irs it needs to be defined in a certain way but religion to in, in spirit and philosophy could could mean something else so what you're kind mm-hmm. of saying is the satanism kind of fits the bill on both of those accounts
1: mm-hmm. yeah and we have community um that's another thing that i think is important to religion is having community we we do have meetings we have fellowship with brethren um so why, why can't it? It gives, it gives our lives meaning, a lot of us, and uh, there's no reason that that can't be a religion. And
0: it okay. is. Interesting. So, okay, <laughs> so here's what I understand about Sterna the the satanic temple right so like the tenets mm-hmm. are so it kind of uh, the symbolisms are coming from this this old world understanding of satan is bad and always the other has been painted as bad so you are kind of co opting that to to almost you know paint a picture to say that hey we are satanist and you know you can call us the other but we are good people and just mm-hmm. just the general uh, principles are kind of talking about empathy, compassion, and 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 rationality, which, you know, sometimes these may be self-contradicting each other because, you know, the most rational thing to do is not always the most empathetic thing to do. Well, that's, so this that's why that first contra- tenet,
1: uh, that's one of my favorite parts, the first tenet says, empathy and compassion toward all creatures in accordance with reason. So it's, hmm. a, it's the, I love that they throw that in there, in accordance with reason. So it isn't always the best thing to be, empathetic and compassionate despite the fact that it might be bad for you or or bad for someone else use your reasoning as well yeah Sorry, yeah i mean <laughs> yeah even even,
0: <laughs> even beyond that sometimes maybe there isn't a good answer like you know you're looking yeah. at all these different like nebulous factors of empathy compassion rationality and and uh, i don't know you can throw other words in there but sometimes <laughs> uh, there are unsolvable problems but i get the spirit of it so that makes sense to me and just uh, i don't but see here's here's my kind of almost issue with it i i get the the co-opting of the word satan to to make a statement but it i think it's doing more harm than good right like would not you want more people to be a part of this community that you know to to be no. part of the religion where they they more people follow these these tenets, or like at least, appreciate these tenets, which we think are, I don't know, or the temple things that it—they are good tenets. And I'm not talking about a recruiting spree, like you know, going door to door like Jehovah's uh, Witnesses. Right. But I'm just saying, like, Go. wouldn't you want to market it and position it in a more palatable way than calling it s- Satanism?
1: No. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, a um, short answer. <laughs> if anyone enjoys the tenets, but is not attracted to. Is not drawn to labeling themselves the other or labeling themselves as a rebel against arbitrary and tyrannical authority, they can be a secular humanist. But if they are drawn to these things, if they are drawn to the story, which it is to us a story, it's an allegory, it's a metaphor, um, if they are drawn to that, and maybe even if they're a little goth, they have a little goth aesthetic, but mm-hmm. that's not required. But if they are drawn recommended. to these things, they can be a Satanist. It's, it can, yeah, it's all recommend but it's not. I I I wear sundresses. Um, I wear, I don't have any like visible piercings. Um, I you know my hair is natural color. Things like that. I don't have to. To they will accept me regardless. Yeah. Um, but it, you know sometimes we put on robes and, and masks and we drink fake blood and it's fun
0: <laughs> yeah so the little cranberry juice uh, didn't hurt nobody yeah. so that's, that's that makes sense
1: but yeah no we don't care if um, I can't remember who said it but um, I wouldn't care if we never got another Satanist uh, like we never had another Satanist join ever hmm. again like like we don't need
0: okay so we're not
1: trying to, to sell it we, uh, we are who we are uh, it doesn't matter if it's attractive to other
0: people you know what this seems like this seems like supreme you know, it's a little bit mm-hmm. of a supreme marketing ideology is what i'm th- I'm sensing. No. you know supreme right? It's just like, real rare. we don't really want more people to have it. It's only so many you know? if you no, want to no, have I mean, them, you have no them cap- just try to make it a little more a uh, little more attractive that way because the other strategy is already taken. you know the mass recruitment strategy is already taken. so we we go the other way. That's why it well, seems like anyone a little who's bit. not
1: like genuinely interested in it, like we were. So not all of us, but most of us were raised Christian. We were forced to believe things we didn't want to believe. Mm. We were forced to conform to things we didn't want to conform to. And that's not, that's the last thing we would want to do to anyone. So if someone asks me about it, I, I mean, clearly I'm here. I'm talking to you about it because I love it and I want anyone who mm-hmm. is attracted to it and wants to know more to hear about it. Mm. But anyone who is immediately put off by the word Satan and isn't interested in like even listening to the fact that that's that they've got the wrong idea um i don't need them we don't need them i see why 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 try, like what we're fine everything okay. we're fine without him and we also have people um my my particular chapter calls it uh satan adjacent where they don't identify as a satanist they don't hmm. feel that it's a religion for them but they like the tenets and they like what what the organization does like The whole baphomet monument monument thing and all our other we have a um, reproductive rights campaign um so we have those people that are satan adjacent they don't have to call themselves satanists they can still come to our parties they're still our friends Hmm. and they just don't have that as their religious um,
0: they're sympathizers apologists
1: And they can work... No, not
0: (laughs) a I'm just like... I'm trolling at this point. But like I I get the spirit of everything is saying I'm just having fun at this point. But
1: yeah, no, we don't really care if people get the wrong idea. And I mean, it's not the intention, but it kind of helps us with a lot of our... um, our, A lot of the actions that we take are to point out hypocrisy in Mm. the United States. And so that whole Baphomet monument thing, we are showing that they don't want to share we're showing that the christians don't want to share because if they can't share with our religion then they they don't want to share with anybody they don't really believe in the in the constitution if they can't share with us Mm. and the fact that it's that we're satanists is what makes them really really see that they don't want to share that it it brings to light the fact that they actually do like being the, the top dogs and they they don't actually want religion and freedom for everybody I
0: see. um
1: so the fact that it's satan and they have that knee-jerk reaction helps us in some ways to to out these people as the hypocrites that they are
0: yeah for sure i i definitely think like just that word putting that word satan in there, kind of works on on a lot of different levels for what what uh, you know what is being tried uh, what mm. is being tried to be accomplished so cool so that makes sense yeah. to me. And I we want to get into more of this, you know, more of the, the relationship with Christianity and, like, some of the other issues that uh, that you're dealing with. But I want to ask, so, like, what is attractive for you personally? Like, you don't have to be a militant atheist. Like, <clears throat> you are religion left a bad taste in your mouth, like, with, with Christianity. Then you went to atheism. Even that wasn't good. But personally, like, I would think just the last thing you would want is to join another group or another, you know, another religion, nonetheless, like, uh, you know, more the less, rather. What um, made you, like, what made this attractive? I get their philosophy is good, but, like, wouldn't you, like, want to steer clear of being part of another group or another religion?
1: Many Satanists do. There are a lot of Satanists who are not associated with any group, and then there are also a lot of other groups. Um, I like this one because they're actually active. Hmm. They're I like, I love the tenants, and I love the actions that we take, most of them. There are some I disagree mm. with, and that's fine, Okay. Um, but I think most of it is I went to my local chapter, and I met them, and I love them. Yeah, And they're fantastic people. And so I have that sense of community. We have adopted a highway. We have adopted a park. We have, um, we have drives like uh, charity drives for, we do one for menstrual products called Menstruating with Satan. And we have one for business attire called Lord of the Ties. Hmm. And so we, we do community service and we hang out and we have great parties and, um, and I just love the people, and I think that's that's a big reason. But there are people who don't come to the things that still call themselves Satanists. We have people mm. you can just sign up like on the on the organization's website. You can just sign up and get you know yeah. on the email list, and then now you can call yourself a Satanist. There's yeah, no the, like barrier to entry.
0: Right, and then um. there's some chicks that uh, just have an Instagram and own like five candles and call themselves witches. So there's that yeah. that strain also. So
1: yeah, so there's a huge huge like. Uh, but like the f- being a Satanist means to me um, means standing up for what you believe in means um, asking questions demanding answers and it means always trying to learn more um, never thinking that you know everything and questioning and 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 then like. Being yourself a lot of it is about the self individuality um, yeah mm-hmm. uh and and so yeah we can be a, a group of individuals that's okay
0: <laughs> okay yeah so all right so makes sense so i do want to get into uh, some of from some of the q and some of the qdrop stuff <laughs> because that is like you know that is in the news like you know like it or not and it's mm-hmm. it's so what comes out of this and this is like a lot of these consp- if you want to call them conspiracy theories—or just just uh, mm-hmm. anecdotes and stories about about Freemasons and and all this all this other stuff, like even like uh, who the fuck is that? Uh, the writer, the Da Vinci Code, and angels and demons, <laughs> like all that stuff, talks about cults, right? They, they're specifically talking about cults, and there is some sort of a satanic element to it, like like this—they take the. So there's a lot of symbolisms that are related to Satan. And because I understand more than one group can, I could have co-opted the symbolism Mm -hmm. of Satan and maybe some other groups have, but there's all these pockets of weird rituals, you know, um, eyes wide shut kind Mm -hmm. uh, of-esque stuff where there's sexual deviance, weird stuff, and you know, violation of like children, nonetheless, like there's there's instances of that, even Jeffrey Epstein and he had his like, Mm temple so to say you know whatever that temple mm. was uh, and he's obviously a uh, you know clearly known uh, child molester so there's instances mm. all over the world i would say and especially in the united states with with just anecdotes there's no pattern it we can't tell all of these belong to the same institution or there's this is a coordinated effort but there's individual anecdotes of all of this happening And those are somehow kind of related to the symbolisms of of a cult or pagan symbolisms or satanic symbolisms, which may be misconstrued to be something that's related to the group you're talking about, the satanic temple or in general satanism so what is going on with that and what do you have to say like has there has there been an impact on on how DST has operated do you like dismiss like do you not think all these other anecdotes are like actually substantiated or are based in reality
1: I really don't think that they're based in reality I think there may be some elite uh billionaire who has nothing better to do than Like, seriously, like, once you have all the power in the world, what are you going to do? Uh, but... I
0: don't know, man. Fucking have (laughs) have a drink, just sit by the pool, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that gets (laughs) boring. Uh, so, anyway. Oh, yeah. But, like, no, I don't think that this is happening. Clearly, um, Epstein was, Epstein was, uh, harming children. Very, very clearly, that is true. Um, possibly, and pretty clearly, There were other high powered people who also felt that they can get away with anything and, um, were a part of of what he was doing. Um, and then it gets spun into this frenzy and people who, I, I have sat in on, um, meetings about real sex trafficking with the police officers who are on those, on those beats who are in charge of trying to, to stop it. And it is nothing like what QAnon thinks it is. You don't need to... They, the whole Wayfair thing where they were shipping children inside of cabinets. You don't oh, need to ship... Oh, they're naming tab- the cabinets uh, yeah.
0: after children? I, that, that didn't make sense to me either.
1: And also the children, like one of them was very much not missing and she made a video and was like, what the fuck? Um, but the, the, you don't need to... Most child trafficking and most, um, pederasty, they say pedophile, pedophile is someone who is attracted to children. Pederasty is actually active on it. So I'm going to talk about pederasty. Okay. Most child trafficking and pederasty is not, it's not hard. It's not complicated. It is a man with a daughter and he takes her into, uh, Macy's, dressing room, leaves her in a stall, and then a the different man comes in and takes her away for a while. It's not hard. It's, um... Little kids being tr- being raised to think that this is normal, and so they're not... They don't need to be tied up. They don't need to be... Uh, have tape over their mouths in, in a dark basement. That's not how it works. It's unfortunately... Yeah, not necessarily,
0: much- but there's... They're... they're- But it doesn't say that there isn't something like that that is happening. There's no evidence to that either. So there is probably something like that also happening. Though They're not mutually exclusive.
1: It could be. But these people that are foaming at the mouth over Save Our Children right now with QAnon, they don't give a shit about normal, everyday child molestation. Like people have been, like people I know have been posting, like when they see these people talking about all this, Saver children. They'll post a link to how you can actually help real-life children who are really, really, really actually being trafficked for real. Mm. And these people don't care. They don't do anything with that. They, they want to find the Satanists. They want to find the cults. And this is happening on every... Like, I can tell you where in Phoenix you could pick up a trafficked child. Like, there's a specific street. I think yeah, it's 27th no, Not in the that, market for that.
0: I'll be uh, very I know, explicit I know. here so. <laughs> But just uh, just every, for the public FBI listening in, this is <laughs> every for Every major informational purposes. city
1: has a has a track where you can go and get people who are, are such trafficked, you know, um, you know, you might call them a prostitute, but a lot of them are not there willingly, or hmm. they don't know that they can leave, or hmm. maybe they can't. Um, and the people who are foaming at the mouth about this QAnon stuff are only interested if the children are in tunnels underground and that Trump's going to save them. And there's, they're draining these children's brains for adrenochrome and using them as drugs. Hmm. They only care if it's sensational and if they can feel like a fucking hero, but they don't actually want to do any work for real living, actual children. And there's even, I've I've seen a couple things things in some of my groups where Uh, A person saw someone post about this QAnon stuff, like, save our children, and it was some, the person posting was known to have assaulted their own young family members. Wow. Like, there is some... It's like closeted
0: homosexuals being super homophobic, I think it's the same phenomenon. It's
1: very, like, possible that a lot of these people who are so into it are actually just trying to divert and... um, they don't want to confront what's inside
0: okay. of them. So like any any sort of sexual abuse obviously is is something horrible and like as a society everybody should think about how you resolve that. Now like when it comes to people who are like not of age, you know, like you know somebody who's a minor then that, that like that just compounds how horrible of a thing it is. And I think like across the board everybody can agree on that. But what so what you're saying and maybe you've had like more first-hand experience working on these particular cases and anecdotes, and like you, you're saying the standard channels, with, with through which you know these these activities, these horrible activities occur, are way more simplistic, and mm-hmm. and and it happens all around us, which is again mm-hmm. fucking an abomination that it does happen but there are deviants out there people are fucked up you know Mm -hmm. everybody's brain is fucked up in one way or the other and just if all the stars align all their fucking neurons are aligned in a certain way where their, their their fucked upness leads to them hurting other people hey that's what's fucking going on and there's nobody denying that that is not happening but i agree with you it's probably not happening on this 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 coordinated effort of like entirety of hollywood and all mm-hmm. the elite, all the liberal elites in, uh, have these secret channels where they're trafficking uh, children uh, within cabinets. Yeah.
1: But, and you'll notice there are, that this but it is happening. Not. So <laughs> what I'll just
0: say, last thing I'll say here is, is with the channels that you're speaking of, mm-hmm. it's probably happening, unfortunately. Yes. But there's probably other channels out there that you're not privy uh, to or have, have knowledge of that may also be happening and they may have uh, you know some sort of a cultic element because it's very e- it's way easier to get people to do like a lot of weird out there shit if it's part of a larger cause if it's la- part of the larger tribe some sort of a cult some sort of a group and that i think is common knowledge and understood so i wouldn't see like i can put two and two together i've not seen like any direct evidence of this there's anecdotal evidence of this that things like this are happening but if somebody's a part of a cult mm-hmm. you can get people to do a lot of weird shit
1: Right. So I I do want to point you toward if people really wanted to stop a big cult that systematically abuses children, I know where they can find one. Actually, two. Uh, The Catholic Church and the Jehovah's Witnesses. They systematically cover up child abuse, and they've been doing it for decades. And so I think a lot of this is... The Satanic Panic of the 80s um, started, I believe it started with the McMartin preschool case where um, a child supposedly claimed that they had been molested by one of the preschool teachers. And through some questionable uh, interviewing methods, uh, all the other children, or at least the majority of the other children also said that they had been molested, but also that they were participating in satanic rituals in tunnels underneath the preschool. And this case went on, and there was a bunch of other stuff. Oh, God. Um, This case went on for 10 years, and Mm. it ruined many lives, including the children who had been led to believe that they were molested and uh, ritually abused. Um, It never happened. None of it ever happened. But lives were wrecked. And the satanic panic went on during this whole time and a lot of it is, I believe, an echoing, like a deflection, like a a mirror of what's actually happening without all the Satan stuff. Like people are actually being molested and it doesn't make sense to us. We don't know why anyone would do such a thing. And so we have to add these elements, um, but we can just really, we can just look at the Catholic church.
0: Right. So, the way yeah, we and we I agree with you, research. like case in point, the Catholic church, any, any like, you know, probably happens at a lot, lot of the other more insignificant churches or other, you know, mm-hmm. not as powerful religious organizations, maybe non-Christians, you know, may, maybe happens in, I don't know, fucking mosques where there's like, you know, kids who are like uh, being trained they, they, and summer camp, whatever, like, probably happens there too you know so I, I get it and that kind of makes my point of if there is like some sort of a coordinated like structure of an organization some sort of cult where people have to have some sort of an irrational belief about a larger cause that's when that's when, then that's when you're you not know, cooking with crisco in terms of uh, you know getting people to to do what you know typically they wouldn't do so what I- i'm saying here I mean yeah I think it's like you know from a first principle so like it makes sense I'm not saying it is happening but it makes sense mm. it could happen and that's why it happens in the Catholic Church too that's mm. why the you know the anyway so like it, it does happen with with these organizations so it doesn't mean it can't happen with a different type of organization what commonality I've seen with, with what you, how how you're talking about it and how the guy the, the, the right wing guy who was trying to uh, convince me of the case that there is something like that going on he was talking about anecdotes of where it happened and it's Mm -hmm. documented. You're talking about anecdotes of where it didn't happen and it's documented and something else that's happening. I think what Mm. we need to know is like have a little bit more of a holistic thing I know. And I don't even know how you do this study. Uh, there are probably a lot of criminologists who are doing this study. And maybe I'd get a chance to talk to somebody like that also. A criminologist who's like looking at cases, data from like you know, over 50 years and trying to establish a pattern, trying to establish, you know, do a more qualitative analysis of what is going on and quantitative analysis. Coming up with something that will give us a better picture. So apart from that, then it's more of a he said, she said, this happens, but that happened, but that didn't happen. So I don't know if it's like yielding any, any, uh, any value per se for for me at least personally when I hear of these things. But what I do want to ask you is, there's deviants out there. All this stuff is happening in different ways, but why is there this strong statement of it's not happening with cults or it's not happening with any any satanic, you uh, know. I guess uh, group so to say because they they need not be the satanic temple probably satanic temple is just a bunch of fun guys just hanging out uh, <laughs> drinking cranberry juice right that's yeah that's nice uh, but maybe there's somebody else because satan there's no there's no patent mm-hmm. on satan somebody else is co-opting that and doing that under the guise of right. guise of being a satanist how like why is this that right. some almost the level of defensiveness to say that nope it's not happening nothing to look here
1: no, um, you're right. Someone may be doing it under the guise of Satanism, and we've seen... Uh, what is his name? There was a murderer, serial killer guy, who was a quote-unquote Satanist, quote, Satan worshipper. Yeah. Um, so I do want to kind of draw a line between Satan worshippers and Satanists. So Satanists are generally atheistic, um, usually. Mm. There are theistic Satanists who believe there actually is a Satan, and that he's actually the good guy. Oh, Those yeah. are the ones I've met. There are there are satanic groups like Joy of Satan which are absolutely Nazis. Hmm. Um so there are vast different Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a
0: very like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a very significant like character in like the entire course of human Mm -hmm. mythology so i'm sure a lot of different groups have co-opted them and it's not even the guys Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say it's under the guys of like they probably genuinely think that they're satanists and they probably think you guys are not real satanists
1: yeah we have that argument often Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm pretty sure you guys do (laughs) we in the church of satan uh They are constantly calling us. I I told you they're the ones that codified the religion in 1966 with the Satanic Bible. Mm. They are constantly telling us we're not real Satanists. And that's fine. But yes, I see what you're saying. And I don't know if I... I'm not saying no one has ever worn a cloak and and assaulted children. Right. I'm saying we need to not... When when QAnon is painting in wide (laughs) brushstrokes, Satanists, the word Satanists... Mm. My friends and I are in danger because right. these people are radical and they like guns and they don't have a lot to lose.
0: Hmm.
1: And that's part of why I changed my name. And okay. um,
0: fair enough. I think that that is completely understandable that, you know, it's it's, it's kind of the whole, um, you know, they, if somebody else is doing it and they, they're using the label that you use, uh, there's the all this abuse that is coming the towards thing is, you. Not so using I think.
1: The label like we don't know i've uh, supposedly than, supposedly yeah, so exactly this label. label is being applied by a bunch of people who don't they're they don't know how to fact check they don't they get all their oh, they make me so mad they, they say a lot of things about everyone else's sheep and needs to wake up and yet they all get their information from these very biased and uh, yeah. unfactual sources that you can and if you try to to fact check them and tell them
0: that's not true then they tell you yeah. you're a sheep obviously Yeah, you're a slave they, me. yeah, they get their information from facts from the and then like they're like hey this this is, look look at this article like this says mm-hmm. that this is going on and this that's what I was with like me. kind of No, yeah, and that's what I was kind of referencing saying like you know, there's anecdotes of things happening, anecdotes of things that didn't happen and now you got like, you know, Put something but together where we can actually the, look at it in a, in a rational yeah. objective. Well, the, yeah.
1: an, the anecdote of things, you know, the McMartin preschool trial, there is tons of evidence of this trial.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It went
1: on for 10 years. And and satanic panic that happened, that no one ever found hmm. all these, you know, baby bo- bones buried in the forest or whatever because they don't exist.
0: Hmm.
1: And it was all fear um, of... Uh, heavy metal music and fear of dungeons and dragons and it was because the church was losing power it was a fear of losing power the reason that the mcmartin preschool trial happened at a preschool is because preschools were pretty new and it was at a time when women were starting to work Hmm. and so the preschool symbolized women leaving the home and working and having careers which was very scary for american society and so um it, it, it's a cultural like uh, zeitgeist yeah, I see, where was afraid what of I the say. change that was coming so there is evidence of the things that didn't happen hmm. there is no Not, evidence of the things that i mean I, i've did. been
0: told there's an anecdote again there's evidence of the anecdotes yeah. what the evidence you're talking about but is the where? anecdote of anecdote of the one case so i agree okay i can i can leave it there to say like okay i agree <laughs> with that but the whole uh the, the extension you made the extrapolation that you made about that was because the church didn't want women to go out and work. I mean, that's a little bit not of a, the, you're grasping at straws there, wouldn't you say? Not be the safe? church,
1: the society.
0: Society not in general? Not the
1: church itself, but society in general was um, having to deal with women having careers. This is in the uh, 80s? Yeah
0: haven't women of, like like how how long ago do you think women started having careers? Like was it like was it as 50s, recent as the eighties? Yeah, it was like a, more more like the fifties, right?
1: It was happening more and more, and divorce started being a big thing, and yeah. um, and then just a, there was a cultural shift toward more liberal things, I guess, and youth being empowered and having money. To spend on Drums and Dragons and their in their heavy metal music. And it was a it was a basically a a clap back at that. It was trying to stop that, to squelch that, to be like, no, all this stuff is evil, you can't do it. It was basically uh, like footloose, but in the eighties.
0: Okay. <laughs> I mean uh, <laughs> that's it's uh, quite a picture you painted there, but like I I don't think um, I mean if anything that was unsuccessful highly, if I take your word for uh, you know, that's yeah, what they're was. trying to go for and it was a very insignificant and unsuccessful attempt in the largest still scheme of things
1: people that i know whose lives are affected by it like yeah, my i have a friend who was, I have a friend who was pulled out of preschool because her mom was horrified of her being molested in preschool hmm. and so instead she had to uh, stay home and be molested by the people at home and uh <laughs> like and like so... not in,
0: like really that happened like yeah. that, that exact sequence of that side yes uh, so,
1: true. and so it did affect her. Um, but like it, it, a lot of us were raised like with being very, like, I'm a little bit after that. I was born in '87. So, I'm mm-hmm. um, after that, but there was still like this feeling of Satan being this like entity that exists within like the world and everything every temptation is Satan and every failure is Satan and every this, that and the other. And it's this scapegoat to get us to not have to um, address actual issues. And because of that, like parts of that are probably why I was raised so sheltered and so Mm. protected and so um, controlled. To protect Mm. me from things that don't exist. And that harmed me.
0: Okay, cool. So it makes sense. Yes, again, like, I do want to get away from this whole, like, uh, the, the the discussion, I want the discussion to evolve and go into mm-hmm. a few different things outside of this whole, the child mm-hmm. violation and abuse and molestation uh, thing. But one last item on that would be, so just the Baphomet, and you have the two kids,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, part of the symbolism, and I'd like to hear what they mean. But so, even yes. that, like, looking at that, people would... If you have to make a very shallow inference right out of the bat, you could be like, look at that, Satanism. You got kids, you know, the kids are around like this, this weird guy's general, you know, lower body crotch area, like, you know, it's no good, no boy, no. Like, like again, this is like so much controversial symbolism that goes into it. At some point, like I, I go back and forth. I like for a second, I feel this is great. This is like marketing genius. And then I flip back and think, man do you have to like really like does every symbolism have to be so complex and so like uh controversial not complex more controversial so what's right. that symbolism because i know yeah. people do like point to that and say that's fucked up
1: yeah so um the original baphomet image that was drawn uh, by eliphas levi i don't remember the date but it was way after um way after the whole knights templar thing he drew this goat person with up, down, left, right, all the opposites. And this drawing has female breasts. It's a male, uh, it's got elements of male and female. So those two opposites again. Mm -hmm. When we made the statue, again, I say we, I mean they. Um, When we made the statue, we didn't want to have uh, naked female breasts on the statue because that would distract from the point we were, we didn't want to have that conversation. Like we didn't want to (sighs) like, That conversation would, like, take away... It would be uh, another reason we couldn't put it on the ground. Yeah, you guys left other the other than, two
0: dozen ones that, that needs explaining in there. Just the, the female yeah. breasts were taken yeah, out. Yeah, because again. of
1: the fucking prudish nature of the United States, yeah, we had oh, the to.
0: world, for that matter. It's not just the U.S. I universe.
1: guess, but yeah, definitely here. I, know, I mean, I don't know too much about the rest of the world. You're a little more uh, studied and a little more tra- well-traveled than I am. But, um, yeah, we had to leave off the breasts, and so we... Um, to replace that opposites, the male-female opposites, are the two children. And the reason they are children is because Baphomet—they're looking up at him with admiration. Baphomet is not something to be feared. Hmm. We we should be looking up to that um, that equality and that hmm. that togetherness and that um, and on his forehead, there's like a, a Flame of knowledge, things like that. Like, it's not something to be afraid of. It's mm. not Satan. If it were, that'd be fine too. But it's not. It's actually got a lot more varied and uh yeah. it's, its, it. yeah. Yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah. So it's Baphomet,
0: as the name it's suggests. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so yeah, that's why the children are there. It's not okay.
1: about any kind of yeah gross. You okay. When does so that, makes, has a sick mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. So makes sense. So like any any of you fuckers out there that are looking at that and just like making the shallow inference. Now you yeah. know that there is you're like, a pedophile. That, I mean, I uh, maybe, maybe not. But yeah, you're, you're, you're making a shallow inference. I think that you can say very safely when you're mm-hmm. looking at that and maybe maybe read up and look at that. So there's a lot of symbolism going on in that, uh, a lot of it by design uh, to, to provoke the human mind. Uh, a lot of it is there because I guess it's just fucking cool. You could have like a pot yeah. um, uh, man with with a goat's head, but I guess that's not as as cool as just somebody. Well, with apparently
1: it. the the test was based on uh, Iggy Pop.
0: Oh yeah, really? <laughs> I think he was. I think he was way skinnier than that. It wasn't Iggy Pop like like low key bulimic or some shit.
1: I guess, but that's what they say.
0: And and I don't. Maybe this time I'm thinking of somebody else. Like I know like. I, I don't want to possible. fucking hear from uh, the estate of Iggy Pop, but didn't he like take out his drip to like blow himself and like that's how he figured out. I think that was
1: Marilyn up. Manson.
0: Uh, maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's quite a fucking commitment. Like I think you, you, you really think, think your blowjob game true. is on point. Uh, maybe urban legend. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> symbolism. Like,
1: yeah, wouldn't he need to know first that he was actually good at getting blowjobs?
0: Yeah, maybe he just did a little bit of a customer consumer survey and uh, mm-hmm. came He's up like, with a that. little bit of. Yeah, just like <laughs> how, how would you rate that from a scale of zero to 10 uh, in terms of uh, wetness and uh, motion, <laughs> lateral Suction, motion, yeah longitudinal motion. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure <laughs> he, he did something there. He's a pretty successful guy, genius, <laughs> some may say. Okay, oh, so that as an aside. <laughs> so. <laughs> So again just like talking about Baphomet. I like that name yes. too. Just fucking Baphomet. Baphomet. Yes. Is, is there like something to the name too? or Is just like somebody came up with a cool name like some guy who writes for a comic book or something?
1: No, shit? it's the it's the probably the perversion of the word Muhammad. Oh
0: yeah. Someone that's heard right.
1: Muhammad, it was a telephone uh, game, they heard Muhammad wrong.
0: Oh uh, yeah. So they they did make the the word uh, Muhammad sound a little cooler. Baphomet Ali like doesn't I don't know. the the, the famous boxer dude you guys should like posthumously co-opt or or, or sign on or reverse baptize muhammad ali i think that'd be great because no just because of the name right baphomet muhammad like he's probably the most second most famous muhammad in the the history of mankind after the muhammad the first one
1: (laughs) well yes and i don't think we should baptize him posthumously that would be rude
0: okay all right, I'd say. I mean, I, he was wasn't he buried here? No, he died in Scottsdale. No, the <laughs> the Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't do it to the original. I'm saying. I think oh, he, the original. He, uh, since he founded yeah, his own religion, I think it would be rude to to add Yeah, yeah, comes. you
0: wouldn't do it. So it's so a Jesus, Moses, and Muhammad, and Buddha, and Buddha. Uh, Mahavir Jain. Like all these people are off limits.
1: I wonder what the Dal- like the Dalai Lama thinks of us. I think he'd like us.
0: But did he didn't really start start the religion though, right? No, but he he's just, like he he like he's keeps existing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like in that sense, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So last thing <laughs> on Baphomet here because I'm like yes. really interested in the whole uh, like it it has so much going on for it. It was in the news like probably like last year or maybe you know earlier this year mm-hmm. where a TV show, um, on oh. Netflix uh, had, so they like kind of had have had Baphomet in there. And uh, there was like a whole controversy around like, no, hey, that's fucking patented. You can't have it there. Yeah. But I don't want to say what, what it was. So you want to try, try to explain what was going on with that with a little background?
1: Yeah. yeah. So the show is The Thrilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is like a horror show on Netflix um, starring like, you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I used to watch the comedy um, sitcom in the 90s. That was great. But this one's a little bit more horror themed. Um and in this one, and it's based on, there are two sets of comic books and they're both spinoffs of Archie comics. Anyway, I'm getting way too nerdy about it. Um, this show is about, they're called witches, but they also worship Satan, which I guess is part of witch lore, that they mm-hmm. um, are a coven that like worship Satan and that's where they get their powers. And Sabrina is a half mortal and she... Decides to go to the witch school half the time or some shit like that. And at mm. the school for young wizards... or Not wizards. Witches and warlocks or some shit. Um, I watched this whole thing. Uh, she... At the school, there is... In one of, like, episode eight or some shit... In one of the main rooms, there's our statue. Not mm-hmm. a statue of Baphomet. Our statue. With the, the children statue. and everything. It's copyrighted. <laughs> mm. And... It, so, in the show, Satan is evil. Like, is evil. Uh, there is no question. It's a very um, uh,
0: so. It so it puts a Baphomet <laughs> in an antagonizing. Like, they it yeah. portrays the Baphomet as an antagonist. is, yeah. is that fair and to it, say? it
1: like symbolizes the, the the. Sometimes they show in that show they show him as a goat. Um, and he's like the enemy, is even to the um, to the protagonist, Sabrina. He's uh, the enemy for a while, um, mm-hmm. and it symbolizes. And like they have scenes where they're like there's cannibalism, and there's ritual sacrifice, and there's drinking blood, and there's signing children's names into the book of Satan, and things like that. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, the satanic panic stuff, um, and, and that's fine. That it's fiction. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fiction. We know it's fiction. Um, but to then pull our statue in and have it represent the evil parts. Um, where really, if you actually like look at the show, the the protagonist, Sabrina, is a lot more like us. Like she's a fucking social justice warrior and all this shit. Mm. So she's a lot more like we are than than her protagonist, or her her antagonist, excuse me. Um, yeah, so to, to kind of symbolize this as evil and kind of get that into the minds of the people watching... Is very bad, not only for our, our religion, but we have a, a lawsuit going regarding that statue, um, and that statue and what it means is important to the lawsuit. And if a lot of people start identifying that statue as something evil right out the gate, as soon as they see it, not only evil, but like part of this like culty baby okay. sacrificing. So blah, what's blah. the what's it the claim on the lawsuit? lawsuit.
0: No, okay, yeah, that um, okay, I I get like the the backdrop here. So, what is the claim of the lawsuit here?
1: Um the lawsuit is the one regarding if they put up a Ten Commandments monument, we also need to be able to put up our monument.
0: Oh, no, so sorry. Uh so that's the one and uh, that's going on, okay. going down in Oklahoma. The other one. Then then there's the one with with Sabrina, and they they use uh, the the image of Baphomet, mm-hmm. the Baphomet statue. So what I'm trying mm-hmm. to uh, understand here yeah. is so that's copyrighted, and I don't know if you can yes. call it patented, but like th- that that symbolism in that exact form is copyrighted yeah. by the Satanic Temple.
1: Right, and that's that's all. That's the lawsuit. Yes, um, basically they can't use it. They didn't ask, and mm. um, also if you don't defend your copyright, you lose it. So. Okay. we can't set a precedent of not uh, defending
0: it or okay. we could lose it to so someone it's a, with worse so it's a, um so motives. Uh, so what i was and, to ask is so it is a yeah. copyright uh yeah. so it is a copyright suit and it has nothing to do with any sort of a, uh it doesn't have elements of libel or defamation because that's fiction that's first amendment mm-hmm. they can like basically say whatever they want I know, mm-hmm. If they hadn't, because Satan, I'm pretty sure Satan is in the public domain. They could use mm-hmm. Satan all day long. Yeah. Only the only the statue. If they didn't use the statue, if they had like a horse's head uh, instead of a goat's <laughs> head, they would just be fine.
1: Well, so they can use a statue of Baphomet. I have no, a statue could. of Baphomet oh. that is not that one. It mm. is the one with children next to it. And it looks exactly like that. Like Iggy Pop's chest and that handsome goat. Mm. Um that specific statue is copyrighted. There are other statues of Baphomet, like I have one in my home uh, that is not that one.
0: Oh, uh, that's not copyrighted. I didn't want to pay.
1: I didn't want to pay 80 bucks to get the, the real one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, there are uncopyrighted versions. They just didn't choose to use mm-hmm. that. I think they either didn't understand, and they were like, "Oh, there's children. It's for a school. That's great. That works." And they just didn't mm-hmm. research anything at all. And they're they actually on that same show. They had a problem with a painting that they also stole. Um, and I think they knew on that one cause they changed it just a little bit and they did the same thing with our statue. They changed it just a little bit. And That's... I think that they were trying to get around hmm. instead of just creating something new, like, you know, an artist should do. Um, so anyway, yes, yeah, it is how a copyright thing. Those... I don't think there were elements of libel or, or slander or anything. Um, I wouldn't, I don't think that I haven't read the actual lawsuit, so I, no, I can't no, really yeah. speak on it
0: too much no but no, no, you, i think you're giving me the the, the giving us the right and like you know, the the sense of what is going on there and if i were to like kind of interpret that it's a proxy like that the copyright suit is a proxy for the the defamation suit because you can't do the defamation or libel suit because it's just fiction and they're talking about whatever they want to talk about and the satanic temple doesn't want uh their symbolisms to be shown in a bad light so you but you can't Ask them not to, but you can ask them not to use. Uh, well, I use mean, your copyrighted them, material.
1: Yeah, copywriting. It is how you ask people not to. <laughs> like, I have copyrighted this. It is mine. Please don't use it.
0: No, I um, mean, like and- they could have just <laughs> foregone the uh the the exact statue and still yeah. done as much damage. The same amount <laughs> they could have showed like the Satanist and the worst light possible like they could have just shown the most extreme yeah, inaccurate version of that and you couldn't really do anything about that if they had not used copyrighted material so what I'm right. saying is like that copyright strike so to say or, or the copyright mm-hmm. suit is proxy for uh, for um, the actual defamation I don't,
1: so. think, I don't think so I think it is about copyright um, okay. the satanic temple takes its copyrights seriously we okay. made that statue for a purpose it was mm-hmm. expensive as fuck and it's still we're still in the middle of a lawsuit about it um the original one was in Oklahoma and that ended this current one is in Arkansas um so we're fighting the Arkansas lawsuit still and it's in it's a piece of evidence essentially it is the whole lawsuit revolves around this statue and we don't need it to be used and we hmm. have every right uh, yeah earlier for when sure you, when when you asked, I mean under like, the
0: United States law like 100% yeah. you guys have the right for sure
1: earlier so, when you asked uh like hmm. what Draw me to the te- to the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is a love for America. I'm literally sounds stupid, but I'm serious. I am a patriot in the mm-hmm. in the real sense that I care about what America stands for, what it actually stands for: freedom of religion and, and all, just individuality in general. Um, America was founded on rebellion about yeah. you know fighting back when you don't believe in your leadership. And yeah, the
0: original SJWs. Where yeah. uh, Washington and Jefferson, yes. <laughs> like in some sense. and like the exactly.
1: Boston Tea Party. And yeah. uh, and all our heroes are rebels. We've got, you know, Harriet Tubman and yeah. uh, Rosa Parks and mm-hmm. uh, whoever else. <laughs> but, uh, MLK. Um, like, so, okay, yep, I, I, that, that is a
0: great point, actually. I'm glad you kind mm-hmm. of called back on that. And what, what, and it is not silly. I think you, you being patriotic and, 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 and loving the concept of America, or the American experiment, and all, with all its flaws, I think it, it is mm-hmm. one of the better systems that is out there that is trying to change continually and, and go in a better direction. Because I can point you to places that don't give a fuck about <laughs> anything. All right. So there's, there's places <laughs> like that out there. But so uh, and acknowledging the flaws and trying to improve upon them mm-hmm. and, and not not progress uh, in, a dire- in a wrong direction, but progress in the right direction. So all of that is great. And the point about it was founded on the principles of not uh, the, the separation of church and state is very mm-hmm. important because like a lot of people I have discussions with, they and a lot of Christians too they're like oh, America is a Christian country no, America is a country with a lot of Christians but mm-hmm. the the tenets like the, the basis on which America is built is explicitly like designed to keep Christianity out of it that's what's yeah. the, that's the difference between Saudi Arabia and the United States Saudi Arabia has a lot of Muslims but like they they run the country based on the religious book which like makes them do all kinds of fucking nonsense but what Mm -hmm. uh, and like human rights violations like to to a great extent even but on 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 the other hand the united states like what they have done really well is made sure you don't run the country based on what the bible says otherwise you would be disinfecting hospitals by by sacrificing pigeons and sprinkling their blood on the walls or some <sighs> shit like that you know yeah so that is a great point to make and i had this discussion with uh again calling back to that conversation about the uh, the christian guy who, you know extreme like having a discussion about all these topics with him and i we, we went back and forth for a little bit but i think just just reiteration for my audience and like coming from your perspective that's i i think that's nice to hear
1: yeah it's definitely because i love america that I want to point out when she's not being her best self, and that's a lot yeah. of what draws me to the Satanic Temple is that ability to say, "Hey, here's a spot in which Christianity is being is being shown preferential treatment. If it was a different religion, we'd do it with that, but it never is. And it's always Christianity."
0: Yeah, just based um, on where you guys are. Mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm pretty sure if you guys if you guys were in Saudi Arabia, then well, you wouldn't exist. Right, would so so that' be, be a different. <laughs> so so
1: America's great in some ways where we aren't dead yet, but there are still people who want this to be a Christian nation and they will they're getting militant about it. Um, I don't know if you've seen the documentary Jesus Camp where basically the children are, are being taught that they're soldiers for Christ and that they may have to go to war um, to fight people like me. Because I want black people to not be killed by cops. Uh, Interesting. That that's... Where, where
0: else is that going on? <laughs> Kids being trained to be militants. Oh, not gosh, not in a lot aware. of good places. Not in a lot <laughs> of good places. So I don't know. Right. That's not a good example or precedent to set.
1: Right. So I, I love that. Interesting. Yeah. That the satanic temple. So like one that we had locally here in Arizona, um, we had, there are uh, A lot of places have this where before city council meetings or other kind of meetings, they'll have um, an invocation, a.k.a. a prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they'll pray before these city council meetings. They'll have some local pastor come do it. And so we said we did it first in Phoenix and then we did it in Scottsdale. We said we want to do it, too. We want to have an invocation where we basically invoke justice and truth and things like that. And. um, And. In Phoenix, instead of letting us do it, they cancelled it, and now they have a moment of silence. And in Scottsdale, instead of letting us do it, first they scheduled us and then they cancelled us, and then they made up some bullshit reason why we didn't have close enough ties to Scottsdale, when they never mm. asked us what our ties to Scottsdale were.
0: So the city is cancelling you guys from having the event? The city cancelled
1: mm. our invocation, yeah, right. so that they wouldn't let us do it. And in, in um, the
0: same the city property, essentially.
1: It's in a, it's before a council meeting. Oh,
0: sorry. So yeah, so city property, but in a council meeting, that's the important part. Okay.
1: Yeah. So they let other religions say prayers before the city council meetings, which are supposed Uh, to
0: be, you know, a government
1: thing, not a a religious thing, separation of church and state. So in in Phoenix, we got, Uh, we got a moment of silence instead because they didn't want to let us do it. So now we've got separation of church and state there. Hooray. But in Scottsdale, they're continuing to let other group, other groups do it and not us. And so we've shown that
0: hypocrisy and that. that. that Interesting. What are the basis? Mm-hmm. Like, did they like, you know, what did they present? They say like, you guys don't have a chapter in Scottsdale. Like if there's, I mean, that yeah, doesn't that make sense. Thing. Like it doesn't, you don't need to be uh, mm-hmm. a resident of Scott, city of Scottsdale to one, attend any city council mm-hmm. meetings. I don't think so. You could be anybody you could just walk in there. And the second so, uh, thing, then <laughs> by extension, you could like, if other religions can say their little diddle you could you can do that too yeah
1: and we we found other churches that didn't have like a a like a building in Scottsdale and things like that we don't have Hmm. any buildings we have one headquarters in Salem Massachusetts we don't have any other physical buildings Hmm. um we just meet wherever we want you guys are uh, like a
0: startup you guys are like a startup not a brick and mortar yeah now everything's online so yeah
1: and uh so what they did was just look up our our founding members of our chapter and like, Oh, the founding, the people who run this chapter in Tucson. But really what happened was they got thousands and thousands and thousands of emails telling them not to let us do it from churches. Hmm. And they found some reason to cancel us. And we went to court and I was um, lucky enough to witness that trial. And, um, they We did win on the fact that we are a real religion, he did confirm that we are in court, mm-hmm. which is great, um, but uh, he, he said that, that it really was, he, he decided it really was a, uh, a bureaucratic clerical issue, not, <laughs> um, not us being denied our rights. And so we're we're gonna go back to court again. We're gonna go to a higher court. We're gonna we're gonna fight it again. Interesting. And I am really really Great. proud of our lawyers and our. Yeah, and our,
0: like I mean, a lot of weird hills to die on. I must say, like I mean, I, I appreciate like the the effort and like you know what you guys are doing. Um, but like you know, a lot of hills to die on. Like what I'm seeing. it's a lot of yeah. court I mean, c- cases, a lot of uh, suits.
1: It's not just for us. It's basically like. We want to make sure that. Because when we look at the at the records of people who have done the prayers there, it's been almost entirely Christians. And we hmm. want to make sure that we live in an America that Muslims and Jews feel and whoever else feels like they not can. Not the Jews. Come on. Not the Jews. <laughs> oh, my God. Please edit that out. I love Jewish people more than any people. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jewish people, yeah.
0: Some um. of them, not all of them. That's, I think, true of every religion. I think I love yes, some exactly. of them and I don't like, I uh, don't care for the others. No, I was just joking. I think I have like a good chunk of Jew jokes like to, to set context to that. So, um. okay. So, so that makes sense, right? Like, and I, I get like what the fight is about. And it's, it's, uh, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to a lot of symbol symbolism. It's symbolic that if you do it, then there's other religions that come in and there's true mm-hmm. freedom of religion in spirit and in practice, not only on paper. Mm-hmm okay
1: precisely
0: yeah uh, th- th- that's all fantastic and i want to last like end on a last couple of things uh and this may get into a rabbit hole but we'll just try to keep uh <laughs> keep it as as uh, tightly wound and brief as possible because one of the major tenets here is the the bodily autonomy you know yes. uh, autonomy on your own bodily function and that is essentially you know mostly talking about abortion rights that's what that's talking about there's other things that are involved with it too but this is a major one Uh, would that be a fair statement it's a major one yeah so it's a major one right so like Again, this is like an interesting topic, and I don't want to get this to get into of like, hey, you can't give birth to anyone, so you shouldn't be having a discussion about it, which I don't think is true. I don't know if you hold that belief, but I think like, even if I'm like, I can't directly do it, I can have a discussion about it. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. go stab somebody in the eye, but I can have a discussion about it. Uh, I'm not gonna, like, you uh, know be a billionaire but i can talk about how billionaires should be taxed and i can basically talk about anything right so i just wanted to set that up a little bit a little bit of a uh, a anticipatory bail for what i'm going to say yes so i want to understand you know from your perspective you know at this point the the temple's perspective doesn't even matter from 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 your perspective so there's bodily rights you you own your body you know this Mm -hmm. is your meat and bone vehicle that you're born with that's the only thing that's not that's basically your right to property extended. That That's all it is. But when you start talking about abortion and, and another human being born within you, to say the least, things get a little more complex after a certain mm-hmm. point at least. I, yes. I, I think so. It, they do get complex. I'm not like, you know, opining one way or the other, but there is more complexity. So where do you, like, what is the stance here? Like, where where do you... Draw the line on abortion, uh, because I have heard like a lot of nihilistic uh, uh, philosophers, you know, and uh, philosophers who who think you can, uh, again, post-pregnancy, like you can end the the child's life right after they're born too, because yeah. of the fact that hey, that guy's like, you know, it's not really a child. Like one day, who who gives a shit? But like those are people right, really out there. But mm-hmm. there's a line to be drawn. Like Christians say, when you like, you know, when you like, you know, just jack off on a on, on your fucking uh, bed sheets, like that's yeah. abortion, that's murder, that's ludicrous. Then the other extreme is the guy saying, hey, this kid's name is uh, Dresden and uh, she's uh, one one day old, fucking kill her. That's the other extreme. Now you yeah. gotta f- like both are both are nonsense. Now you gotta find what, where the the sliding scale is. So so hmm. where does the temple rather stand on that? Or you you can answer that any way you want.
1: Yeah, I can't speak for the temple exactly, but I can tell you how I might arrive at my my opinion through the tenets, which so that's the bodily autonomy one, which we've gone over. Um, the other tenet that's important is um, making sure that your beliefs are guided by your best scientific understanding of the world and not the other way around. So when I look at at when does life begin, I think a lot of the opinions on that are based in religion. And if Christians would actually read their Bible, they would see that their Bible says life begins at the first breath. But anyway, a lot of them are are choosing to believe it begins at conception for whatever reason. Um so I am asked by that tenet to say, When does life begin according to you based on science? And so I can look, I can look at when when does brain activity start Mm -hmm. i think for me that's that is going to be the deciding point and i haven't really pinpointed pinpointed it for myself at this time but when there's enough brain activity to to feel pain Mm -hmm. to have awareness yeah subjective experience yeah that starts being a thing in the third trimester so prior to that in my opinion, based on that fact of science, I don't believe that a life is significant enough to be a separate being until that point. And so I would feel okay having an abortion in the first or second trimester. I would try to do it as soon as possible in case I'm wrong. And also because pregnancy is hard on the body and uh, the longer you wait, the worse the pregnancy and the abortion are going to be. So um, nobody's sitting around waiting for the third trimester because they feel like it people are trying to get <laughs> trying to get early abortions and the only people really having abortions in the third trimester are because there's a danger to the life of the mother or yeah. or the baby
0: yeah and then people? there's the ethical question of like you know whose whose life is more important like this 32 yep. year old woman uh, or, or a child who's just started to have Uh, neurological activity and that's an easy question to answer right there so that's great i thought this would be like way more controversial i think (laughs) you like landed right like right where i am more or less you know Mm -hmm. because like there's there's a concept of even if the heart like if if the heartbeat like you know cardiac uh, cardiac function starts like way earlier that is not really indicative of anything you know somebody whose brain dead has been for 20 years would have you know uh, uh, cardiovascular activity doesn't matter I know, like because you you live your life like you know, in yeah. from from and your from your brain your your subjective experience. So I think that's that's a great place, great line to draw.
1: Yeah, I think so. And I mean, it's up. It's not you know the official stance of the Satanic Temple, but we do fight for um, the rights of at least our members to. So because we have this bodily autonomy tenet, it is officially part of our religion, part of our belief set that a person should be able to have an abortion. If they want to, without any obstruction, and a lot of states have these hoops that people are supposed to jump through, yeah. like waiting periods and having to read literature that says life begins at conception and you're basically a murderer, which is not scientific; it is a that is a religious opinion. Um, so there's all these hoops that people mm. have to jump through in certain states right. to get abortions, and so we right. have we have in the past declared that we are exempt on huh. uh, religious grounds
0: from things like that interesting somebody, that's a good yeah. that's a good hack then if somebody's you know having a problem they would need to know this they just need to pull this card saying it's my religious right as a as a member of the satanic temple
1: they could um but if they're not actually a member we may not be able to defend that in court
0: so uh, sign up on the website <laughs> that's what i'm hearing right i mean now. you
1: can and you might want to get like i don't know a, pen, a pendant of bath mat or something um, mm. but um, it's a thing. So
0: again, with the symbolism, man, this like the symbolism. Well, so
1: so we tried a couple of times. I mean, again, I'm speaking as not a representative of the, of the Satanic right. Temple. We get it May not a have all the facts. <laughs> look,
0: You're not the I, lawyer. Look, You're not the legal counsel for <laughs> look, the Satanic Temple.
1: I signed a piece of paper that said, "I have to say this. This is true."
0: Yeah. Um, okay.
1: I really enjoy speaking about the Satanic mm-hmm. Temple, and I just want to make sure because I don't know everything. But we uh, we did a couple of times have people who tried to use their the Satanic Temple as their religious exemption. Um and then it didn't they didn't get it and then so we sued and um we didn't we didn't win. They didn't believe that it applied, that the freedom of religion Restoration Act or whatever applied. So Um, but like isn't
0: that just a matter of personal preference? Like nobody's going on and signing up to be um you know member of the Catholic Church. Like it's just a matter of belief. I don't know why right. it has to be officialized like that. In, Put your name on a database. Like, not nece- right. like, why is that necessary? Why is that the, the bar? I don't know.
1: Okay. Um, because you have to prove it's your deeply held belief. Um, ah. That's what applies. So, But in the Scottsdale trial about the uh, about the invocation, um, our chapter head had to sit there and explain what Satanism means to her and how it is her religion. And like, she showed her jewelry and she showed her tattoos and things like Interesting. that to get the, the judge to understand. Now, I don't know if that was 100% necessary. We would hope that just having your name on a database would work because I don't have a whole lot of t- tattoos or jewelry. I have a couple. But um, yeah, but the, the the thing was that, so now that that hasn't worked by just saying, I am a Satanist and these don't apply to me and I need to be exempt, that hasn't worked. Recently, they uh, they released a, um, a Satanic abortion ritual. And
0: <laughs> what it is it is yeah i know yeah, I should be laughing but no i know <laughs> it has a little, a
1: little uh, uh,
0: silver lining of humor around the whole thing
1: and it in it but it feeds right into the QAnon bullshit too mm. which is a little bit scary ah. so it, it, it's a little bit of a interesting thing um so it's basically you just before your abortion procedure you look in a mirror and you you know you assur- assure yourself of your own um, free will and, and you're taking responsibility for your own life and things like that. And you say what you say the bodily autonomy tenant, and then you say after the thing you say the thing about um, science and belief, um, and then you look in the mirror some more, and that's that's it. That's the ritual, um, and it's to bring you a sense of of you know of self self empowerment um, mm-hmm. reassurance, and to make sure that you're not being influenced by outside forces and things like that. And so we're using this we're hoping that with this ritual this will allow us to have those exemptions i'm not exactly sure how it works there's yeah, a lot of writing on it that can be so random. this is like and kind of uh, again
0: officializing a little it a little bit more to to use your mm-hmm. religious exemption you you're, yeah. you you this religion is your deeply held belief you're a member mm-hmm. of it you're an active member and mm-hmm. then uh, then there is a religious ritual that is attached to it and that kind of makes for a nice, well-rounded case for yeah. for yourself when you're trying to get an abortion. Yeah, is that and idea? I do
1: want to, yeah, and I do want to say that it's not bullshit. It is a part of my religion to be allowed to have a, an abortion if I want. Sure. Like I truly, after being raised Christian uh, and having my bodily autonomy taken away from me for so long, mm-hmm. um, and then gaining it back. Any choice that I make for my body is a religious thing for me. Like, if I choose to go on a diet, mm-hmm. that's religious for me. If I choose to have a lot of sex or to be abstinent, that's a religious mm-hmm. choice for me because of my bodily autonomy. So, right. it's not bullshit. I, if I ever have to have an abortion, I will absolutely do the ritual In and it will mean that something needs to me.
0: To? Uh, okay, so you're saying even the law, without the law, so you still like kind of, it's, you, you mm-hmm. honor and... and uh kind of revere the 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 ritual because it means all these other things to you okay Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's that's totally respectable i understand that
1: we have religions in the or we have sorry we have rituals in the satanic temple um they don't do magic they're not to summon anything but we have rituals no
0: david blaine no okay um
1: (laughs) sorry but they are cool we have we have you know we have robes we have uh like i said robes candles uh lots of incense we have uh, uh uh you know, industrial music, um, <laughs> and, industrial but Industrial music as in like just to, like
0: popular music? No. Is that what's, what's industrial. industrial music? I have, I have no idea. It's Sorry. like
1: raver, no. like raver stuff, like stuff. You'd see it like a, a rave in a warehouse ah. in the middle of nowhere. Um, anyway, like goth music anyways. Okay. So we do rituals, but it's not to, to do any magic. It is for psychological reasons. Um, I mean, there are some people within the temple, that believe in magic and that's fine, and we let them hang out. But yeah, um let them the do a card stances. trick or two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like pull a coin out of my ear, and I'm like, thanks, thanks, Frank.
0: Mm.
1: uh But we do these rituals for psychological reasons. Like I, I've done them alone to like release negative emotions. um Like when I broke up with my ex, that you know, I burned a bunch of shit. But ritually, and people do that. People burn photos and things, and they don't realize that it's kind of a ritual. But it is. Mm. It's to kind of use. You know, things, like, on the outside to affect yourself on the inside. Cool. We build community, and we also use rituals sometimes for protest and, like, activism Mm -hmm. to, like, make a point. So... So (laughs)
0: okay makes sense so like a little bit of a gray area question and i'm like you know just trying to wind this down i have like you know one last thing after this one is a little bit of a gray area thing so you personally you know kind of draw the line more or less you're not 100 percent certain but somewhere around the second trimester and that's where neurological function starts that's where you draw the line but then you have the abortion ritual you think there is precedent for people to go out and use the abortion ritual for third trimester uh abortions and again i don't think anybody like there's not a lot of people who are just sitting around just like right. musing around going through a pregnancy that they don't really want and then mm-hmm. taking a physical toll on their body uh and and, mm-hmm. and essentially health hazard uh, and and waiting till the third trimester to do it for for the fuck of it but like maybe yeah. somebody does maybe somebody had cold feet whatever it may be uh and and that's those are their reasons have there been instances of people invoking the the abortion ritual to to do something in the third trimester
1: it's brand new um the release that they put out said it was for first trimester Ah, Um, so they're specific about it it. interesting yeah some someone could do the ritual people can do whatever they want they can say words it's not magic um and so they may but that doesn't mean that they'll have the legal ability yeah exactly
0: that's what i was trying to get to fly
1: through all the the bullshit that they need to to do i mean okay
0: so. I'm down with this dude. Like I I think like this is pretty this is pretty good. Like I think whoever the fucking guy is who's like you know like running the marketing for the whole thing. I mean like I'm I'm super appreciative of what is going on there it's like great. in terms of just no, the effort. A team of people. Yeah, they're just they're the just the team, team of people or or the one like savant who's sitting in the back uh back room doing this. I think this this it's it's brilliant for like the purpose it's trying to accomplish. Uh, obviously I don't co sign or like I don't think Uh, there's a personal uh you know attraction to any of those but i can like look at it just in a mere like an academic kind of fashion and and think it's 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 pretty cool uh we talked about a lot of stuff and i'm like really happy that we got a chance to sit down and have this conversation and i know you're like trying to lay low in terms of identity but i still want to say like is there anything you want to promote or plug or want people to go and look up that please please go ahead
1: yeah, um, I have a blog under this name. I just started it recently after I changed the name. I finally felt like kind of free enough. And then the religious abortion thing came out and I was like, I got to write about this. It's time to start that blog. And so yeah, I, I got a lot of material
0: so, to work with here.
1: <laughs> so the first uh, the first article or the first whatever post on this blog is about the religious abortion ritual and why it really is religious to me, why I really actually feel deeply ab- uh, religious about it. So if anyone's interested in that, um, that is... Um, My blog is called go hail yourself and it's (laughs) gohailyourself.com um and yeah check that out and then the second one i only have two up right now um maybe by the time you post this i'll have more but um, the second one is about why it's important to fight the organizations and and groups that you're actually a part of if you don't agree with with where they're going so like how i love america fighting against when America, you know, fighting against parts of America doesn't mean I don't love America. It means I love it so much that I want to fight for it to be its best. And so that's the second blog. that Awesome. Have don't out, be so. a
0: fucking yes, man. Like what yeah. fucking fun is that? As, yeah. as part of anything, any relationship, any dynamic, you want to voice your own opinions. That's awesome. Both of yeah. those sound super interesting. I'm going to surely check those out. So yeah. uh, go hail yourself.com. Uh, yes. any, anything else?
1: That's that's what I've got under this name.
0: Faith. <laughs> Fantastic. Again, I I really appreciate you taking out the time. I think this was super fun, super interesting. I think we like kind of had to navigate our way through like finding the voice of this conversation, but I had a great time. Thanks again. Me for doing too.
1: This. And I'm glad to talk to you again. I, I missed
0: you. Absolutely. Same. Same. Thank you very much. um thank you. All right. That's it.
1: Yay! Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you for listening to the whole episode. That was a fun one. I it was you know it was pretty engaging for me. Just. Uh, being in a completely different realm. This is uh, not something that I typically discuss. I do have an acute interest in religion in general, but this is coming from a completely different angle. So that, that was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had a good time listening to it. You know, I'm gonna try to leave uh, some of the details to Dresden's blog and uh, some of my social media in the show notes. As usual, just hit me up, man. Hit me up if you think you know. there's, there's any comments you have about the, the subject matter we discussed on the on the podcast i say subject matter like i'm like some sort of an academician is that a word some sort of professor i don't know yeah hit me up i'm I'm, i'd be like more than happy like really to engage with somebody who's actually listening to this and then want to have a dialogue and maybe that will maybe that will lead into like a podcast episode of its own so um uh, you never know man just just hit me up that'd be great uh, you know and let me know if something can be done differently something can be done better but uh, outside of that i really appreciate everybody who listens to this crap um hi man uh thank you and you guys have a great rest of your whatever's